Good afternoon to our naturopath, David Lomond. Welcome along for another week. Good afternoon, week. Dave. Good afternoon, everyone. Now, we started a topic last week, didn't get too far with it, but we, we did. It we, well, last week was about the difficulty of change, and this week I thought I'd switch it around a bit and yeah. talk about how to teach yourself to be flexible. Okay. Because in order to change, you have to become flexible. Uh, when I notice my body is becoming less flexible, I realize that I have to do something about it. So if I can't stand up and put my socks on while I'm standing on one leg, I know I'm not being flexible. So as soon as I notice those type of things happening where I have to sit on a bed or sit on a chair just to put on shoes and socks, and I realize that I've just let myself become less flexible. And I realize then that I've got to do some work to get my flexibility back. So physical flexibility is one thing. Mental flexibility is another Being less flexible, can that be a problem for a lot of people? Huge problem for most people because joints get locked up just as the mind get locked up. And we lock up because we're not willing to look at things differently or do different exercises or different programs or different treatments in order to unlock ourselves. So we stay focused in our life as it is without the thought or hope even that there could be change. What sort of things can lead to us becoming less flexible? Well, we could have a trauma, for instance, and not realise that we can get our mobility back if we actually did exercises. I mean, the people who are successful in getting the mobility back are those who go out and take on the challenge of getting all the mobility back that they possibly can. And they keep doing the things that are right for their body. They keep doing those things that that show that their body can respond and they can get their flexibility back. What are some things that uh, you should do to help motivate you to become more flexible? One thing is to look at life as you're living it right now and to ask yourself, is this the way I want to keep living my life? Do I want to keep this weight? Do I want to keep this pain? Do I want to keep these feelings that I have and all this stuff and this anger or the guilt or the shame or the blood? It doesn't matter what it is. Do I want to keep those things or am I willing to look at another way, another possibility of living my life? How much of an issue does the mind become for this? Well, the mind becomes set, it becomes habituated. So what tends to happen is that the mindset that a person carries with them then governs their degree of release of the pressure that they feel within. Because it's really only when you make up your mind to change when you make up your mind to become more flexible or to look at an opportunity or the possibility even of an opportunity, that things can begin to change. So many people can get caught into a rut? They do. And a lot of people also get caught into that rut of, when my partner changes, I'll change. When she gives up cigarettes, I'll give up cigarettes. Or when he stops snoring, I'll be happier and give him more sex or whatever it may be. And it's really about us looking at ourselves and saying, what do I need to change about the way that I see him or the way I see her or the way I see my body or the way I see my mind? That's what makes the difference. And what about those who think that they can change their partner? Because sometimes you can't change a partner. It's up to them to want to change. Isn't you it? can never change your partner. You know, it's like trying to get... get it's like you doing the exercise and expecting your partner to change mm. the fle- their flexibility. No, they have to want to do it. They have to want to do exercises or they have to want to go for a walk or they have to want to change their mindset or get rid of their depression or their anxiety. We can never do it for our partner. 
Does there come a time when the light bulb moment happens when they realize, yep, I'm going to make a difference now. I'm going to make a change. There does. And it's often, it's, it's often the books that a people will read or the people they meet or the talks they go to or something they hear on the radio, like hopefully today that people will hear and realize there are possibilities of things they can do, which will make a difference in their life. I believe we become habituated. And habituated means that we wake up in the morning and every day is much the same as the day before. And it's a bit like that with illness or disease or lack of flexibility for the body. We just accept that we're getting older or this is happening or that's happening. And we don't look outside that little box that we've put ourselves in to say, I can make a change with this. I can make things different with this. I can become more flexible with this. And it's not just the body, it's the mind too. You believe you should be challenging the mind. Absolutely. The mind, we're, I don't believe that we're put here or that we come here onto planet Earth, if you like, for no reason. I believe there's a reason why we are here. And the reason is to get the very best out of ourself. And through getting the best out of ourself, we can share ourselves with more and more people and have a wider scope of influence of helping others change their life because they see the change in us and they are attracted to that change. So the more I change me, the more I can help others because I have more information and more understanding. And it's the same for everyone. Now, you mentioned uh, if we, get, we just get caught. One day can roll into the next day because we're leading that same life. We're not changing. We're not stepping outside and freshening it up a little bit. What can that do to our health? What can then happen to our body internally? Well, we can go into things like depression and we can go into things like anxiety because if we eat the wrong foods all the time, you know, those are the foods that we eat because they're the foods we've always eaten. That's what mum and dad used to serve me. That's what my grandma used to serve me. So therefore, that's what I continue to eat. And we don't look outside the box as to what is healthier that can deplete the nutrients in our body and because we are depleted nutritionally our biochemistry goes out of balance that can lead to anxiety can lead to depression can lead to fatigue uh, tiredness it can lead to arthritis or aches and pains through the body so all of these different types of illnesses come on us when we become more rigid and in a way something like arthritis is a rigidity of the system the whole system and it's when you change from that being rigid in that way to saying, what other opportunity is there? What else can I do for myself? How else can I live my life that things begin to change? And then it's very easy and very simple to get out of that stuck place and get rid of the aches and pains or get rid of the depression or, you know, I had a young guy come to me, when young compared to me, for instance, a uh, young guy come to me this week, you know, that he'd come in two weeks ago. We put him on a program. Already his mind is much clearer than it has been in five or six years. So I know that by doing the right thing by the body, by changing the diet, by getting rid of the foods that are irritating to the stomach and the digestive system, the brain can clear. You know, I'm not a great believer in mental illness as a set thing. Mm. I believe that it's just the way in which our body is trying to tell us that something that we're putting into it isn't working for the body. It's Health and Wellbeing. Naturopath David Lomond here taking your calls on 49216216. And joining us, David, for you from Newcastle East is Christine. Hello, Christine. Hello. Um, I've been listening to you for a while. Thank you, Christine. Um, <laughs> something... Um 
happened to me. I think so many things did happen to me. In 2007, I lost my beautiful dog, which I used to look upon as a, a, a baby. And um, other things happened to me too. Um, but since then, I've been a very... Um, I've, I've been pretty sick. I've been to my doctor and, you know, she keeps on telling me, you know, like, oh, it's your weight, which I am, 121 kilos, and I've never been that big in my life. Um, but other things, you know, I, I, I worry, you know, about I've got this, I've got that. But I'm always, I'm very um, ashamed to, to admit it, but... Um, I, I'm very, when I go out, I'm, I feel so sick to even walk around do my shopping. I, I just feel like I can't walk um, and do my shopping um, with, the, with the sickness, the pain. And um, I spend most of my days laying around, which, you know, I used to be a very, very fit person and um, loved exercise and loved company of people, but I try to avoid people and... And uh, when you were talking this morning, it just sounded like you were talking to me. That's exactly how I've turned out to be, um, a different person altogether. And I don't know what it is. Um, my husband likes me to go out in the sun and get a bit of sun, but I don't even want to do that. I, uh, it's an effort for me to do anything. Can, and I want to change. I really want to be. That's fantastic, that Christine. I used to be. That's fantastic. I don't want uh, to be this person anymore. And that's really good. Look, in my opinion, the first thing is to understand that there's biochemical changes happened in your body which are affecting your brain. And while some people might say that's depression, I would say that the food you're eating and what you are doing is actually causing you to become more lethargic. And more, and through that, more obese. Now, changing that means that you have to decide that you want it to be different. And the moment you decide you want it to be different, you've already started. That's the point of choice. And once you make that and you decide that you will do whatever it takes to get your energy back and your health back and to be able to walk by yourself Yes, there's steps to take and it's not easy. It is simple though, and there is help at hand. So whether you come to one of our seminars, Christine, or you go and see another naturopath who can guide you along the way, or you see someone or talk to someone who you are friendly with who can really help you by accepting you as you are, first of all, and then helping guide you a little bit, it's like nudging a boat along a course. We have to do course corrections all the time. And the more you can do that, the quicker you lose a lot of that 121 kilos. And doing that, you will become more and more flexible. The joints will heal themselves. A lot of different changes will take place. And you will feel so much better. Thank you so much, Christine, for sharing your story with us this afternoon. We, we love that you've taken that step to put the phone call through and let us know that. What I wanted to ask you is along those similar lines that we've just been talking about then, it's those who are 
a little bit bigger in stature, quite bigger in stature. They're not getting out and about. They're not being mobile. They're not doing a lot there at home. And the question I want to put to you is when they go and buy a scooter or one of these aids to help them get along, where they're sitting on something and they are getting out, they can do the shopping, they can get out, but is that really helping them? It's helping them temporarily, very temporarily, but it's giving them about a 10% value, I believe, as to what they could gain if they made further changes and, say, went for a walk every day, even if it was for five minutes, so that they became more mobile. But then, and then, you can get, diet. then you can get a lot of reasonings why they can't. I yes. have bad ankles. I have yes. bad feet. I yes. have bad knees. I yes. can't walk far. Yeah. And How do you counter these things? Well, there's some stories in this little thing I wrote on flexibility, a couple of quotes. The man who never alters his opinion is like standing water and breeds reptiles of the mind. And that was said by William Blake a couple of hundred years ago. And that's really what happens to us. We become habituated. We become stuck in a mould like concrete. And that mould is not of our healthy mind. That mould is, this is too hard to change. This is too much to do. Rather than finding someone that can help gently move and break through the the walls of that mould, to help people get back on their feet, if it is at all possible. It's, it's all about options. It is there absolutely are other about options, options that yes. you can look at, but yeah. it just means opening up your eyes a bit more. And yes, you may suffer with this problem with your ankles, with your knees, but yep. did you think of the option of a swimming pool? Well, a, a therapeutic swimming yes, pool, swimming getting pool, in the water, working with an occupational therapist, yeah. working with someone, but putting everything into it. There's other options. There are other, other, other options. And I, you know, I really wish things like churches would have groups of health where they were focused on the health of the individual members of the church and they would be able to teach those members, you know, how to eat and what to do. And community groups of that nature would be much more beneficial than getting together for other things. Now, uh, you have a meeting tonight. We do, up at East Maitland, up at the Organic Feast at East Maitland. For anybody who's heard what we've said today, not even just this line of thinking, but if there's something wrong with you, if you have a health issue, an ailment, you can come along, it's free to come along and sit there and put it out there and talk amongst a group of other people. We talk about it, I'll explain where these things come from, in my belief. And what it's all about, you can challenge me all you like, I don't care how sceptical people are. What I do is go through on the board the nature of health of the body and what affects it and what can be done about it. So it's a very simple process of understanding and then it's a matter of how do you make those changes? Well, like everything else, you make those changes one step at a time and you do constant course corrections to get where you want to go. I'm nowhere near perfect. I don't know anybody that is. So those issues that people come with, other people have had. I've seen them in the clinic time and time again. And each and every person, I believe, has a right to be able to be flexible and to be able to change to a better state of health.